0: And welcome to another episode of More Than Dice. Everybody's coming back from their booze run. Um, Welcome to episode... There's John uh, running back in. Um, Welcome to another episode. Uh, We are going to be doing a hobby day. And uh, talking about some hobby stuff. Getting some hobby stuff done. John says he has a lot of hobby stuff to do. That's the reason why he demanded that we do this episode like this. Um... So, we're going to get all of that stuff going. Um, for anybody that's new, welcome to the podcast. Um, we are on episode 116.
1: Yes.
0: Everybody's like, ah, who cares? <laughs> Everybody's like, yeah, whatever. We're on, our, we're on whatever. Once we got over 100 episodes can't count that high <laughs> <laughs> one mini so oh, no. it's more than two, more than two. oh i forgot um we didn't get to tell my story of my bifocal incident uh during the pre-ramble so we'll do it on here i'll give you a really I good story it's
1: like a pre-ramble yeah so. go
0: nuts yeah so, uh, before we do anything, we want to thank all of our sponsors, Tickton Crest Studios, for helping us out. Muson Minis for hosting us. Uh, Metalhead Minis for uh, selling some of our product. And she's going to be selling something new uh, on there for us. Um, and uh, Creature Caster for being such an awesome group of people. We appreciate them immensely. Uh, don't forget, if uh, you're going to be staying home, Kathy's painting Tuesday through Friday, um, three to five, and she's painting the new Scissoring of Desire by Creature Caster, which, Kathy, I really like the yellow and orange and inside of the body area that you've done on that model, by the way, so far. Really, 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 really makes me want to go. Yes.
1: The only part that's mostly dumb. (laughs) It looks really
0: good, though. I like the the color, it really stands out. Um, We want to go ahead giveaway
2: coming up soon for
0: tectonic craft studios uh we actually are going to have a few giveaways uh pretty soon we're going to do most of them on facebook um we have a 30 dollars gift certificate to give away for creature caster we've got a house to give away from tectonic craft studios and something else i can't remember what it is um for from uh tectonic craft there's a, there's another thing i can't remember what it is uh, so we've got those to give away um, we also will have a couple of other giveaways pretty soon. We'll have to wait and see what they are. Um, I apologize for the noise in the background. I am 3D printing a bunch of more stuff. Um, for those that were like I said, following, I'm printing out paint racks for myself. Uh, there's these cool paint racks that'll hold all the type of paints. And so I've got three of them paint three of them printed and I'm trying to print out about three more. Uh, I may print out um, more than that because I may do a tiered system on the back of my wall, um, and uh, do a double tier of these guys because they're I have a shit ton of paints. Because.
1: What's
0: called a mess <laughs> of paints. Well, I mean, I'm giving some 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 of the paints away that I, I haven't used in forever or I'm not going to use that you know it's just there. Um, that I'm just going to be giving away, um, some inks and some washes that I won't be using. Um, but I have the entire army painter line that I need to put, um, on the racks. And then I also have, um, my, uh, creature caster paint line, the pro pro acrylics that I want to put on there also. Um, And then I'm going to print these little end caps. They've got these little end caps to hold like brushes or and like as a spot for like six paints for special, you know, like I have like, you know, gloss varnishes, anti-shine, brush on primer stuff, you know, mixing medium, you know, that type of stuff that I'm going to put on those. Uh, So I'm doing those, printing those out. Uh, If you haven't seen it, go check out my Facebook group or my Facebook page and look at them. These things are really, really sweet. Uh, I found them on Thingiverse. I got a link on one of the pictures. Um, If you have a 3D printer and you need a place to do it, you should go do it. Um, Yeah, sorry, Wade. (laughs) It's mine, like I said. Um, So that's going to be in the background. Hi. I'm reorganizing all of my paints and other things that I have. Um, because I need to take this GW rack and shrink it down big time, um, and get it, get it down a little bit so I can reach certain things and do everything else. But, um, let's go ahead and go. Uh, Kathy, what are you drinking tonight? I'm
1: drinking gin and tonic. What? what? I know. Shit.
0: Fun. We should start doing polls again of what everybody's drinking like we did before. And so we can, like, give away some things because I know that that was uh, kind of a hit because we can always go, is Kathy going to be drinking gin and tonic? <laughs> or is she going to
1: be drinking rum and coke? Yeah. Oh, that's fair. fair. You switch it up once in a while. Every yeah. once in a while. You know, you got
0: to. Got to change it. Uh, let me go and I'm going to switch this over to your paint cam, Kathy, because you're the one that's really doing uh, a lot of work. I've got a small one on my table, but I'm not going to be painting you can see all of my racks of paint and stuff, so let me shrink that down a little bit. Let Kathy have the spotlight for a bit. So Um John, what are you drinking tonight?
2: Uh, I am drinking uh crack and rum mixed with cherry Dr. Pepper. Since I cracked a two liter of it, I want to get that uh gone all goes flat.
0: Gotcha. A mixed
2: level with cherry. I was I'm mixed it with this, uh, uh... Bird Dog Black Cherry, uh, whiskey. Uh, it was pretty good, but I figured I'd go uh, a little different since I've been maybe drinking since early morning.
0: S- maybe early morning. since early morning?
2: Mid-mor- let's say mid-morning. What are you drinking, Gonzo?
0: Uh, tonight, I am going to be drinking... Well, oh, come on out, you little piece of shit. Oh, well, that ball's gonna stay there. I got plenty enough. Oh, um... Wow. I am drinking a drink from Mother's Brewing. Mother's Brewery uh, called Oktoberfest. It's a and Lager, five point five percent by volume. Um, it's Springfield, Missouri, so it's kind of local. Um, and I like Mother's Brewery. They they've done some really good stuff. Their chocolate and um, uh, coffee ales are really really good. So. Um, we have salutes. We want to thank everybody that is still working and has to work. People that are still doing a job that nobody wants to do. We want to thank everybody that's doing that right now. And
2: everyone who's out there working in the public or doing that stuff that's just terrible. Don't, I'm still in the office. Don't salute me. It's it's not that bad. There's like 12 in the office. It's just... Just someone's got to be there to do the physical stuff, but like, you know, people who are at Walmart, like Captain Mizzy, or, you know, people who are at the grocery stores, the doctors, the nurses, the sanitation crews, whether it be, you know, cleaning offices or whatever, or hospitals, or out there picking up your garbage, you know, all those people who just really, really, truly are essential, all the restaurant workers who are trying to tough it out and, and you know, trying to keep things going while they're all uh, this crazy time is upon, upon us.
0: Yeah. we want to we want to thank everybody um, that has to work hard and is uh, having to do this all the time. So, to everybody out there, please stay safe. Follow whatever rules and regulations you have to do. Um, don't get stupid. Just take care of each other. Cheers.
1: Cheers. Cheers. That picture in the corner looks like a
0: bunch of eyeballs. It is a bunch of eyeballs. <laughs> don't don't let anybody tell you it is a bunch of eyeballs.
2: Uh, dropper uh, bottles.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so for here, I'll I'll bring out one of the racks because I know some people didn't get to see it. Here, I'll I'll take this screen and open it up really really big so everybody can see. It. Look. Alright, this is the paint rack that I'm printing off. Um, it's a four tiered type thing, and it'll fit all paint bottles that I have. Um, one of the things I do like about this is that you can store the paint racks, the paint bottles, upside down instead of right side up. But um, for people that have like dropper bottles, but it fits Citadel paints, which was one of the big issues I've seen with a lot of racks is that you can't. Um, The Citadel paint pots are so big, so this makes it really easy.
2: There's a Kickstarter going around. I think it's already done. I'll start checking after we're done chatting. Um, But the Kickstarter was for actually something that pretty much only carried Citadel paints. So some of those things that are not Citadel paints, that would be a good combo together. It was a cool rack, but I wasn't interested in something that just carries Citadel paints since I can tell that probably... It's probably right now a third dropper bottles, maybe a little higher than a third PP bottles and a third Citadel bottles of various types. So, you know, just having one type ain't going to do it for me, is it?
0: No, and that's the reason like mine. I don't, I've got, I mean, I've got Privateer Press bottles. I've got, you know, Pro Acrylic. I've got, you know, everybody's paint bottles now. And I needed something to fit everything. I mean, I have all my contrast paints. I've printed out three of these so far, and my contrast paints are on there, um, and all my Citadel technical colors um, are on there, and uh, I just needed something to do everything else, so I'm try, trying to get all my paints off of this GW rack so I can shrink it down a little bit um, and put the paints on there, on these little racks. I have, like it says on this screen down here, you can see my dropper bottles of Army Painter Paints. And so I'm just trying to figure out, ooh, almost knocked myself out, um, how to put all of these on here. I've got to count them out and say, oh, I need to print this many, this many, this many, this many, this many. Um, I'm on my fourth rack right now. I think I'm going to have to print a total of six um, to get everything I want. Which is okay. I'll just kind of curve everything around to make this big curvy type thing. Because they actually do have where you can print curved styles but they don't hold as many. I'm printing out this. Uh, f- it's a 5 by 5 right now. So, um, But I wanted to talk about, I was supposed to get new glasses this week. And I was supposed to get my first time wearing bifocals. And so I was like oh yeah, now I'm an old man. And so I went I called them up, says, "Hey, I'm looking for my glasses," and they're like, "Oh, yeah, we have them in. Sorry, we should have called you." I'm like, uh, "Yeah, you should have called me," and they didn't. And so I got them in, um, put them on as soon as I got them, and I felt something was not right at all, hundred percent not right. I was like, "Uh, something's going on, guys. What's going on? These glasses don't feel right." And they're like, "Well, it's probably because your eyes are just adjusted to the old." lenses and just don't wear them today uh tomorrow get up go wear them i'm like okay i got that and so i waited got them on and i had to go to walmart to go get you know stuff that i needed so i got up went to walmart put on my glasses now they are they are bifocals and they're the no lines transition lens or whatever you want to call them And so I'm sitting there and I'm walking with them and I'm like, something's not right. I'm automatically getting vertigo. Things at my left and right side of my vision are folding and bending upward. Um, I get out of my car, start walking, and I immediately feel like I'm drunk. Um, I go into, I go to, in, into Walmart and I feel like I'm stepping off into something. You know how you were like, you think there's a step there and you step and it's not actually there. Okay. I did that like three times walking into the store. Um, was not very happy about that. Then, um, while I was in the store, I was grabbing, I needed some light bulbs. Um, I needed a couple of chisels cause I was working on some, um, of my crystal, uh, that I had uh, mined up, and uh, and I ran into the racks on the side. I was walking, and I would bump into the side of stuff. My peripheral vision was completely gone. Um, they actually had a lady in the store ask me if I was drunk um, because I was when I was walking. I was wobbling. I was swerving left and right while I was wearing these glasses, and I was like. Pretty worried about it, so I warmed through the rest of the store. Maybe I was like, okay, maybe I'm just gonna need to get used to this. And when I got back to my car, I threw up all over the place. Uh, the vertigo just totally blasted me. Um, so I called the uh, optometrist and says, hey, I need to come in. Something's not right with these. I don't know what's going on. I just need to talk to somebody. This is all right. Come on in um had this one lady i was talking to just totally just blowing me off like no 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 you're just not used to it and i'm like no there's something wrong i can look at this thing and it's like i'm seeing the when i'm looking straight forward i'm seeing the transition on the top and the bottom for me to actually look through the top of the lens was the only way i could actually technically see what was going on um And then whenever I was, I had to look very far down at the bottom. So something was not right. Um, Finally got a lady that I'd worked with for, she's been there ever since I've been getting glasses from this company. And she was like, okay, so let me tell you what's going to happen go on. You can't use your peripheral vision anymore. And I'm like, what? She goes, yep, that's one of the issues of um, transition lenses and bifocals is you Can't use your left and right vision anymore. You can, if you want to look at something, you got to point your nose at it. And I'm like, well, that's not going to fly. I use my peripheral vision for driving. I use my peripheral vision for school. You know, I use it for everything. And she's like, well, you won't be able to do that anymore. And I'm like, this is not going to happen. She goes, do you want to go with line bifocals? And I go, well, what's the purpose? She goes, well, the line, you'll still have to turn your head. I says, no. I says just give me normal lenses, just order me new normal lenses so I can actually see and not throw up wherever I'm going to go, um, and I'll do that. And I says, but can you do me a favor? And she's like, what? And I go, can you tell me what my bifocal up close you know, prescription is, and I'll just go buy readers and use that when I want to paint or do something up close. And she's like, okay. So she read me the prescription, and she goes, well, there's a problem. Your right side is one side and your left side is the other. I says, okay, what are they? She goes, well, they're this and this. I'm like, okay. So I went to the store, bought two pairs of lens, popped out the lens in each one of them, and now I have the right side is the correct one and the left side is the correct one, and now I can see my models when I paint.
1: Yay, excellent.
0: But I cannot wear bifocals. Do you know
1: what's funny about that is several years ago I got my first pair of uh, trifocals which was that's where it's the bifocal on the underside and the middle part is your distance your far away seeing and then the top part is like your computer well that's what I'm wearing right now is my old glasses Mm -hmm. which for just seeing the computer monitor work fantastic and for reading work fine my far away my vision has changed so i went out and i got what i thought was going to be trifocals they're the progressive lenses i got them from a different place this pair of glasses the trifocals i got at lens crafters uh i went to a cheapo place because you know you get what you pay for ultimately that was my mistake so i got their quote-unquote, progressive lenses. I'm doing air quotes if nobody can Um, see me. Quote-unquote, progressive lenses, which are no-line bifocals. And while it didn't cause me as much of a problem as what you have with Vertigo and stuff, it's almost the same thing. To hear you talk about that and the way that they brushed me off until it was too late for me to get a refund and stuff, like, oh, you're just getting used to them and stuff. And I'm like, the day I got my trifocals from lens crafters, I loved them instantly. Excuse they were fine. Me. These ones, I still hate them. I hate them. Not, not the ones I'm wearing now because they're my old ones. I just have to wear my new ones if I want to watch TV or drive. But you know, I don't have that as much of a peripheral vision as I used to. And yeah, I do have to aim my face at stuff, and I hate it. I can't use them with my computer, you know. If I'm even reading a book, I have to turn my head to read instead of move my eyes across the page. Oh, yeah. But it's bullshit that you can't have bifocals. If you got trifocals, they'd probably work. I just went to a shitty place, and they did a shitty job.
0: Well, this one, the, 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 the second lady I had come out, She she's known me for years and was like, okay, I know who you are, and I know what you're doing, and I know why you're doing this, and blah, 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 and such, and she's like, this is what's going to have to happen. You can't have these if you want to do this, this, and this, and I'm like, well, this is not going to work, and she's like, okay. So, she gave me, you know, she gave me a prescription for what it was going to be, or what it is, and, um, now I can see because I came because I was like super excited to get the bifocals. I was like, "Cool! Now I don't have to take them off, so I can paint and you know, so on and so forth." And then I was just like super freaking disappointed about it. Yeah. So. Well.
1: But there if is if there loud, is a the difference.
2: Great. What? I, I I would say that Gonzo, what you sound like you had is exactly what happens when my eyes actually focus on one thing. So. I will say you probably would get used to it after time, but you're not gonna enjoy the length of time it would take to make that happen.
0: Well, the one thing I definitely could not do is not use my peripheral vision. That right there would just it would just piss me off.
1: Yeah. And that's exactly what pisses me off about it's exactly what's pissed me off about the the no line bite for these so called progressives that I got. Is uh, the, the the peripheral vision just sucks, just sucks, and that wasn't something that they ever explained to me was going to happen. Yeah, so they,
0: the, that's why that was weird I too. Know, I didn't get that either.
1: The next time I get new glasses, they will be. I will go back to Lens Crafters, where I know they can do it right, and they will give me trifocals instead of progressives. I didn't realize there was a difference. So, you know, that was on me. Well, it's yeah,
2: also on them for, for not prescribing you the right thing. I mean, I have a problem because the places I go tend to close between me going for, to the doctor for eyes. Because despite the fact my eyes are pretty messed up, if you hadn't noticed, um, what? they stay pretty standard as far as their uh, prescription for a while. Like, I, have, I still have eyeglasses I had in high school. I can still wear them, and they are still reasonably functional. Um, but, you know, it's, it's so I don't get that kind of thing. They're always adding stuff like, oh, have you tried this, this? It's like, look, I know exactly how my eyes work. By now it's okay. Just help with what I need. And, and I think it's their fault for not yeah. telling it, you sort it, of the potential it, dangers. <clears throat> like, like not being able to use peripheral vision, that should be listed as a potential problem. Yeah.
0: yeah. That, that to me should have been something I should have been told about a long time ago. I should have been told, hey, you're not gonna be able to use your peripheral vision anymore if you wanna wear these bifocals. And I'm like, Oh, that'd have been a whole different story. I'd have been like, Well then not let's worry about that. Let's just give me the prescription of what it's gonna be and I can go get, you know, readers.
2: Yeah, like I'm I'm probably gonna get like, you know, Kathy when she's painting painting, she has her little head thing on with the with the visor magnifying. I'm probably gonna get that rather than trying to get bifocals or something. I don't think it's worth the pain in the butt. Yeah. I see something that's easier to paint through than this giant magnifier here because you can paint through this thing, but it's not easy. So.
0: Yeah, I actually have one of those head visors that where you can clip on the different ones, uh, yes. but it just wasn't working correctly. Um, it's because I have one you know side that's a little bit different than the other one.
2: Oh, oh technically, oh, sure. just get a monocle, right?
0: Yeah, just get a monocle. What? Yeah
2: focus i can just get the monocle i got no. classy paint miniatures you could be uh Colonel clink paint miniatures there you go oh wow Colonel clink, you're gonna go what, old hey, school
0: for the few kids
2: out there she's referencing hogan hero which is a wonderfully you know humorous take on prisoners of war in world war ii it all sounds so ridiculous right now doesn't it yes at the time, you're like, oh, ha, ha, ha. And you're like, ah, ha, sure Forest. Actually not
0: funny. At all. Oh, in any case. There you go, Konzo has problems with glasses. Tons of problems with glasses. So, I won't be uh, able to do that. Um, so, I was just kind of, I was kind of bummed by that, because I was like, I really wanted to be able to just wear glasses and see what I was painting, and... Go with that, but yeah. it
2: happens. Uh, way yeah. three says monocles are for the classy painters that wear top hats. So, I mean, like, I can get a top hat, I can paint the top hat and the monocle. I mean, that's that's doable. <laughs> oh my god, it's a little excessive, it's doable.
0: Ooh. I'm glad I'm actually going through my paints and doing this because uh, I'm finding ones that are really dried out. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I got an old...
2: Like, I don't go through my old old Joby paints. I put them in a particular drawer. And when I'm looking for a color, I'm like, this color would be great. Let's see if it's any good. And then it's usually not, but... Yeah. At least I'm wasting the time when I'm looking for something not when I'm not. Because Lord knows between the time I find it, and it's still reasonably good. And when I need to use it, it could actually end up being not good again.
0: Yeah. I mean, because some of them I'm like, ah, this is a really cool paint. Am I going to use this one? Nah. You mean
2: like the entire Citadel Foundation line which had great colors that they don't necessarily ah. have all of anymore? Nah. Yeah.
1: yeah, Those are some fun paints.
2: Those were the best paints.
0: Yep. I remember those.
2: And also I'll tell you they're the easiest upsell ever because I was working on the phones um, uh, for Games Workshop at that point and it was the easiest because people just wanted that stuff. Because it was
0: good. They were good paints. Well, I've also got, like, I've got a lot of the P3 paints. And I usually don't use them anymore. Oh, and
2: I love P3 paints. They go on pretty smooth.
0: Yeah. Nothing wrong with them. It's just I'm not using them hardly anymore. Um, So they're just going to the bottom. And I think it's because of, one, uh, what I have been using, of course, all my... uh, I need to organize these a little better. All my uh, contrast paints lately because that's, you know, the challenge I've been doing with that. Uh, But also, uh, I just really love dropper bottles.
2: Uh, I do also, but I'm not going to let that stop me uh, because moldy ochre is fucking the bomb diggity when it comes to the yellow color. Yeah. You find me a dropper bottle that's as good as moldy ochre, and then I'll switch, but until then... Ain't no way. It's moldy ochre. That's yellow. That's, that's like the base for anything because you can get lighter stuff, a lot of light coats because so many yellows are just so watery and a pain in my fucking ass.
0: Oh, yeah. Some of those yellows, you, you can't even... It, it's really, really, really hard to paint with them.
2: Well, it's moldy ochre and then you build it up over time.
0: Yeah, you just... you.
2: harder now it just means you're getting lots of thin coats, which is theoretically the people paint.
0: Yeah. Tons and tons of... But, I mean, I've got stuff that I need to start using. Like, I've got all the... I got my Styl Res primer. And I'm like, oh, I really need to start using this stuff
1: I love my primer.
0: I've got a black and a white um, bottle. I had a uh, Vallejo black surface primer. I'm like, oh, I can get rid of that mm-hmm. oh, I ain't got a problem out of that I, can, I don't need three bottles of primer. I don't need... I need well yeah well you you do a lot more painting than I do. I don't need black, three bottles
1: white terracotta uh, green. Yellow. Uh, they have this dusty rose color, this light blue color. I'm telling you, Steinmores they have a metallic primer for like silver. If you want to prime in, like an airplane or something.
2: Or they have a metallic black, and then paint without silver for instant shading
1: because easy and lazy. <laughs> yeah, but smooth. Uh, but I mean, I, I mean, do have metallic, like. Off, so... Oh no! If you're spraying this metallic primer, it's very smooth.
0: But I also have all my, you know, like I have...
1: I don't spray either, (laughs) but for people that do.
0: I have, let's see, what else do I have down here? I do have a couple of primer cans, uh, but I also have, you know, my Green Stuff World uh, color shifts that I'm not really using. I have those uh, super bright yellow fluorescent paints that you were telling me about, Kathy. Um, by Vallejo. Vallejo ones, yeah, uh-huh. I, I'm not you really using those right now.
1: I, have the blue I use it quite a bit. It's, they're great for flames. Like if you're doing also, flames and stuff. But yeah, they're also more subtle than they
2: look because they're very thin. Correct. Yes,
1: you can you can actually paint those over something that's darker and up the saturation of the color, and you almost don't even realize it's on there.
0: Well, I I'm also windows
2: have Windows on my one uh, car painted for Marvel Crisis Protocol train.
0: Well, I also have that um, the scale color uh, non-metallic metal paint line, which I've never used. But those are just great colors to begin with. Um, there, you've got some really good blue grays, and you know all that stuff. And i have never used because I'm usually doing metallics, but doesn't mean I can't.
2: So here's a nightmare i was running out of black paint and my local store is closed because oh yeah, yeah. luckily i found on amazon they delivered one but i'm still like oh I, that would have been terrible because that shuts a lot of things down oh yeah i mean and there's not a ton of places online where you can easily order uh vallejo paints there's some but when you only need one you're like i only need one I don't need, like, all the paints, just the one. The one. But I got, luckily, I got a replacement. I kind of wish they had these, like, it wouldn't help, actually, because now I'm looking at these things, the paint clings to the side. But I'd love to have that sort of level thing, so you can see like, how much is left in here? But the paints has have to be too watery for that to work, so. Especially for a black, that would not be bueno. That would be the opposite of bueno.
0: Well, I got all of that paint off of there. I've got that one rack cleared that I wanted to get cleared. So that's done. I've got, I've got a bunch of airbrush paints that I know I'm never going to use.
2: Uh, I, use air, I brush on airbrush paints. There's
0: some good colors in there. Well, these are the ones that just came with, hey, you bought this brush. And you you bought this package, so we're going to give you these colors.
2: I actually kind of like that because that that sort of expands your idea. Like, when I start getting colors like that, I start thinking of how I can use them. Um, Like, there's this thing called Asset Drop, which we can't get here in the U.S. It's U.K. only. But it's like Loot Crate for miniatures and paints and all.
0: Oh, yeah, I've heard about that.
2: that. I thought that would be awesome because, like, oh, here's a couple new paints. Like, where can I use these? Maybe you get some cool ideas. You never know. You get that uh, sort of inspiration.
0: Well, I've also got, like I said, I've got all my uh, pro acrylics that I'm uh, pro acrylics that I'm trying to get out uh, because I've got the base color line plus the transparents and I really want to start getting into the transparents because everybody swears by the transparents that they really like them. I
1: like them. I just uh, tried them a little this last week, the transparents. and that's. I mean, I like my translucent paints anyways. That's just how I paint. So it makes sense that I would like those. But I was really surprised at the saturation of color when I used the transparent green. Just, it was so bright. I mean, very thin, I mean, obviously transparent, but so bright, such a bright green. I loved it. It was like a phthalo green. And it took forever for it to wash off my hand. I was like, is it still there No.
0: Finally gone. But I mean, I haven't had a chance to use any of my pro acrylics, and so I'm like, I'm gonna need to put these out. I'm gonna start sorting them out, and I've got one section of my paint rack that I'm definitely gonna be using these on. But I gotta buy, I don't not like I have to buy, but I like their paint. Um, they have a new set come out that I was gonna get definitely. Um, sure.
2: If I paints if i if i need them or i know i'm gonna need them soon for something if i got inspiration um i just make a list of something getting low or something i need let's just put it on the list and i'll get it next time at the store or in this case i'll start looking online where i can order it
0: yeah well i mean i can you know getting the pro acrylics that i want i'm like um, i know which ones i want i know which ones i need Plus I want to for my judgment models I want to use nothing but pro acrylic just so I can say these are just the pro acrylic line
2: I mean I like where your head's at with that but I think you're sort of limiting yourself in that case mm-hmm. I mean there's a lot of times where you just need a color from a different line like I could paint 90% things in all GW or all Vallejo or all P3 but it, it, it limits because then you just don't have that one color that's perfect
1: Sometimes, uh, with your limitation though? If you're purposely limiting yourself, you end up learning a lot about some paints just by by virtue of having to figure out other solutions, which can be a, a fun experiment. Well,
0: that, that's what I want to do. I want to, I want to try to challenge myself to because I mean I've got you know 50 billion paints. Let's you know be honest, but I also want to challenge myself to start making paints and using going okay here's this stuff I can oh I need Thanks. this really you know a good mixing yeah how to mix yeah and mix paints and everything yeah cuz I could no I'm not I'm not I'm, like John says I could go over and just go oh well i can just go get this red from you know army painter and use that one cuz I want it but I'm like uh I really okay. need to start and I want to say taking it seriously but you understand what I'm saying trying to get better at painting and try to do better with color theory and stuff like that, too.
2: I, I would say I feel like there is a point where you would know that it is time for you to start mixing paints. And you don't want to get there too early because I think it hurts. Because I'm firmly of the, I want to get stuff painted. I, I mean, heck, I mixed an entire paint for Zemo, for his pants. I didn't have the right color purple. Stores are closed. That's a proper challenge.
0: <laughs>
2: but, the paint up its perfect color why the fuck am i wasting my time mixing something when it's right there
1: well sure yeah
2: i mean i understand the challenge but isn't the challenge to get all of this stuff painted up to a good level that you're, that you're enjoying isn't that a high enough challenge
1: not every time
0: <sighs> we're definitely gonna have to print one two three four five six seven more racks I hope I have enough film. I
2: don't think it's, I don't, I generally don't find performing a challenge that is unnecessary to be fun. You know, when it's like, Hey, do this, you know, as a challenge, like, yeah, I I could just do it this way and get it done because it's right there.
1: Well, for me, I mean, sending myself a challenge, it's an exercise, you know, it's an exercise and I'm trying to learn something, which is a whole different kind
2: of thing. I totally agree because you're a professional.
0: Hey, I'm a professional. I got paid for some of my paint, so that makes me a professional, right? I mean,
2: it's not to say that. No, it's not to say that us, let's call them amateurs, can't also do it, but I think sometimes we put the challenge before, we get to the challenge before we need to, before it's the right time. And, and, this sounds weird, and I don't want it to come out the wrong way. But hey, fucking, sometimes it's arrogant to put the challenge before just getting them painted. Well, you know, you you might not, you might end up frustrating yourself. Like, oh hey, honestly, yeah, tried to fix stuff and you frustrate yourself. That's not worth it. I only spend a certain amount of time on hobbying. I don't want it to be frustrating, especially mm-hmm. not this time of fucking life. Like, no, not not gonna happen. And if if that's your thing, that's your thing. You know, different strokes for different folks. But. I just don't want anyone to go in thinking that they have to partake of something like that. I mean, I'd say oh, yeah. no. there's a million yeah. paints out there. There's so many paint things. If that's not your thing, or if you're not sure, don't worry about it.
0: Yeah, no. If, if someone is if, to each their own is what, what you're really saying. But I mean, if, if I'm yeah, trying to figure out the
1: in agreement with that, too. Oh, yeah.
0: But, I mean, if I'm if I'm going to go, oh, I need this perfect shade of pink, I'm going to look over at my stuff and go, let's see if I can make it. Can't fucking do it. Do I have that color? Yeah, okay, I got it over here. Let me use that. But this is a challenge for myself to try to become a better painter. Uh, nothing against, you know, anybody else that's doing this, but that's just something I personally want to try. Oh. I just,
2: I think given your stated goal, I think you're going about it from the wrong step.
1: Nice.
2: So like Kathy wants to be a better painter, and she will use all the colors at her disposal to make the color she needs. By limiting and, yourself to then, line and then and sort
1: of... I'll look up, and I'll see that I have a bottle of that color that I just spent time mixing right in front of me. And I'm like, well, shit. <laughs> if you'd you looking for that color, Kathy, you wouldn't
2: have found it as quickly as you mixed it. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, we need to make sure everyone needs to make sure when they're doing a challenge they're doing it for the right reasons. Yes. You know because you are going to some frustration into a hobby. Don't don't, don't yourself in thinking it's not going to be a little frustrating. All the time.
0: No, yeah. I mean, I mean, if I go look at this and I'm like, oh, this is not working out, and I'm going to get pissed at, it, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it.
2: Just make sure I don't want, I don't want, I don't want anyone to get. I, I hate people get upset with it because that's when people start going. You know, you get like a buddy Norn who refuses to paint a model because he can't paint a Golden Demon standard.
0: Oh, well, no, no. I know it's I can't like you,
2: do that. You, you've got the wrong expectations, sir, but you don't care.
0: No dams given.
2: Thing, if I can't get it to that standard, why the hell am I doing it? My ex-wife did that. I told her some stuff. She's like, well, I can't paint that standard, so I shouldn't bother painting models. I'm like, ah, well, you have missed the entire point of this exercise. <laughs> Joy, wow.
0: which uh, talk about it i mean I, was, I know it's like only 740 but uh, talking about hobby stuff um, i didn't want to talk about the media section cuz it is a video game but uh, it, it is technically a media of some sort but i th- had like 17,000 series in and we won't have time probably it's
1: not like we have a, a, yeah. a big topic that we're no, talking no.
0: about so we're it was a super ramble um so this last week, I uh, you know I've been playing Animal Crossing a lot, um, keeping me busy, keeping me going, you know, doing what I can to blah blah blah. Um, but this last week, I was like, okay, I've done everything in Animal Crossing that I can do. I'm just waiting for times to pass and things to work out and so on and so forth. So I was like, I think I'm gonna see what you know what's on sale because a lot of video game companies are selling their games super super cheap. Um, which I also need to see about uh, getting Tabletop Simulator because everybody's been doing that. I haven't done that yet. Don't know right. if I want to. I, I, yeah, I can't. I don't know if I can or can't, but I, I wanted to at least check it out so I could see and talk about it's it myself. Not the
2: experience I want.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, no, we would all rather be, you know, at, you know, the game store. But, um, so... So I went and um, downloaded a few games. Now, I had Elder Scrolls Online already um, through the PlayStation Now account, which is kind of like a monthly fee, and you just you can play any of the games within the library. And it's like 10 bucks a month. So I tried it out. No big deal. It was all right. Uh, I was only playing one game, technically, which was Elder Scrolls Online. Um, so I went to go see how much it was um, now that the sales are going on. And right now... The uh, Elder Scrolls Online and the uh, one of the expansion was like $14. And I'm like, eh, I'll just buy that. That way I can get rid of the monthly fee and play for free and you know, don't have to worry about it. But I was looking around for other games to play. Um, that way I can you know, try different genres and stuff. Because, and, like I said, everybody's selling their stuff. And two games were on sale. Um, days Gone. And Kingdom Deliverance. Uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance. Um, Kingdom Come Deliverance is at a really hard time. It is a very much a challenging game. Very unforgiving game. Sort of like a Dark Souls type game. Uh, But it's more like realistic, not more like one-hit wonder type things. Um, And I downloaded it, waiting to play it, because I'm really hooked on... Uh, Animal Crossing and Days Gone. What are you laughing at?
2: Uh, Crimson says Kingdom Deliverance. Paddle faster! I hear banjos. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, and so uh, I've been playing Days Gone, and Days Gone is a zombie apocalypse uh game, um, set in Oregon, um, but it's more like if anybody's ever played any Far Cry. Um, or have played, you know... I, I, I call this game a mix of Far Cry, um, Walking Dead, and something else. I can't remember. I should have wrote it down, uh, game-wise. Um, because you're riding around on a motorcycle, you know, completing missions and doing different things. You're supposedly a good guy, blah, 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 blah. I really, really like this game. It, it had a bad rap when it came out, and... One of the things they had a bad rap on was bad rap on was things wouldn't load fast enough in the game. So you'd be driving around in your motorcycle and then all of a sudden a horde of zombies would appear in front of you just out of the middle of nowhere. And so it was like going through the road. No problem. And then, you know, 60 zombies just instantly poof and you, you know, just died. And so I was like, OK, so is it a design issue? Is it, you know, a bug or what is it? And I actually think it's a PlayStation issue. Um, I have a PlayStation Pro, uh, game a lot on it, uh, so on and so forth. And my machine is just screaming, trying to cool itself down and trying to keep up with what's going on in the game. Uh, It is going nuts uh, doing it. Uh, The game, graphic-wise, is incredible. Uh, Really, really great detail. uh, Really, really cool looking. Everything else. Um, what this game has that I like more than anything is it doesn't just like, you know, automatically let you do whatever. Like if you have a car, you don't have to worry about gas in this game. You got to worry about gas. Um, you can fast travel, but it costs you gas to fast travel. Um, or if you, um, are driving to like a, a bandit's place and getting rid of it, you know, you have to worry about gas. Not so much that you have to worry about it, you know, you're cautiously worried about it, or, you know, you're going to lose out of gas on the side of the road all the time. Um, I've only ran out of gas once, but I thought it was a really cool mechanic. Um, And when you see a horde of zombies for the first time, it's freaking cool as shit. Uh, Because, like I said, it reminds me of, you know, The Walking Dead when they show the hordes and there's, you know, a bunch and they're just all running around and there's like, you know, 30, 40. Because these zombies in this game... I don't call them zombies, I call them freaks. Um, They're the fast-running, you know, they can climb, so you can't, like, cheat it and just climb up on top of something and shoot everything. Um, So you just, you know, you don't get away with uh, all that, you know, cheesy bullshit. Um, They can come and get you. The game just doesn't, it doesn't, it's not easy. You get hit, and when you get, like, three or four zombies on you, you've got to run or you're going to die. So, I downloaded that uh, and started playing that, and I really, really like that game, along with my uh, Animals Crossing, because I've been building my thing up and got some pretty much. And uh, I just want to say, fuck Bunny Day. Uh, for me It's playing it, um, I'm ready for Bunny Day to be over with, so I can get back to doing other things. So, if anybody's got it, um, I think uh, Days Gone is like 12 bucks right now. Um, and it's got a lot of stuff to it, so you're not gonna finish it in a day or you know, twelve hours or anything. Uh so that's pretty cheap. Um, so I was really looking forward to that. So I was having a blast. Sorry, I had to do a video game thing because I was really having fun with some of that stuff and I was really liking the way Days Gone. The single player story is just okay. But I like roaming around the countryside and taking out bandits and trying to find hordes of zombies because you can actually lead hordes of zombies into bad guy camps and have the have the zombies fight off the bad guys so it's kind of neat luring things like that but it's kind of fun i like it a lot
2: i actually uh, got a new game too but mine was free because i'm not really at the point where i have enough time to be paying money for a game unless let's know it's perfect and i haven't found that drawing the perfect game is one you can just pick up for like 15, 20 minutes of time and then put down, and it'll be okay. Gotcha. Um, I stopped playing Star Realms because I have no other bullshit.
0: <laughs>
2: no, seriously, that game, like, cheats like nobody's business. I went through an entire, like, couple yeah, games where I guessed everything, like, oh, you're going to get that one card. You got 20 cards you needed. Or, that uh, see, I need this one card. There are two cards left every time it's not the card. I'm like, all right, I know what you're doing. Your RNG is not RNG. <laughs> You know, it, it doesn't take the likelihood of stuff in, it's just it's static chances. You know, when five events come up at the same time, you're like, that's not possible with the size of the deck. Like, mathematically sure it's technically possible, but the odds are so minuscule it should almost never happen. And it happens multiple times. So I'm like, you know, I played enough of that game. I got my money's worthless or something else. So I found a game called Hob that is sort of like a Platform. It sort of reminds me of Ratchet and Clank. Oh, yeah. I saw. Uh, it looks uh, very cool. you like befriending golems and all, and they'll hit terrain features to pop them around so you can now, you know, jump to different places. They'll help you open doors you can't get through. It looked pretty cool, and it increased cool. my price. So, <laughs> I'm going to give that a chance uh, next time I have the opportunity. Uh, cause otherwise, I was playing Borderlands 3, but Borderlands 3 is not a 20 minutes of play and put it down game most of the time. It's a pencil your ass in for an hour and a half two hours or longer Because you're gonna get into it and want to do all the stuff in the area mostly because you don't need all those motherfuckers to respond on your ass <laughs> so that i'm still looking for other games like that so if you guys know any other cheap games that are you know play 15 20 minutes and then you can put it down with no real downside to it uh that's what i'm looking for uh
0: i know uh, if you don't mind like indie titles and stuff humble bundle uh always has some really cool stuff in there, so, I mean, there's always...
2: I'm not taking a chance. I mean, I'm, if I'm going to pay money, I want it to be a game I want. Um, no. there,
0: there, are some, there are some good titles in there. They're, they're not... They're, they're indies, you know, as in, you know, smaller titles. Yeah, uh, I don't care about that. That's not a big deal yeah. to
2: me. Um, um, actually, the funny thing is, I wish Steam was as good as advertising what it has on sale as Epic Games was. Because I to get Epic Games... Uh, in order to get Borderlands 3 because we got it when it came out and they actually pop up in the corner of your screen like oh hey look we got a deal on this thing real quick you know that's how I found this game I'm like oh you know free games available let's take a look <laughs> I kind of wish it, uh, they'd get their shit together with that you know I like Steam Steam's fine as far as service goes there's nothing wrong with Epic either um, yeah like uh, it says Epic is tied to Windows 10 notifications hey that's good because Windows notifications are sometimes annoying, but at least I know what the hell is going on. Oh.
0: Yeah, and there's a lot of I... games. You know, you're talking about games that, you know, what can I play that, you know, is not going to be four or five, sit down, six hours, that you can just do quick play. And there's not a lot of games like that anymore.
2: No, and, and I think that's a problem. I think... Uh, there needs to be, because not everyone's going to be this get into the game. Some of us will come home, we'll eat dinner, we'll do whatever downstairs, get upstairs and go like, alright, I've got a little bit of time before I need to do this other thing. I would like to play a game. And it can't just be Star Realms, because at a certain point, you know, a game gets fucking annoying, and I've played it for, <laughs> I'm not going tell you many hours, but let's just say, it's a long fucking time. Um, I want something else to play, and... You know, there's a niche out there. It doesn't have to be free. I'm willing to pay a reasonable amount. I don't want no stupid mobile game like that Star Wars bullshit or, you know, any of those similar types of games. Because those require more time.
0: Yeah. Because
2: you have to play it every day. I want a game. I don't have to play every day. I can just pick it up, play some a little bit, be like, yeah, that was good. And then go.
0: Well, okay. So here's like the humble bundle. Because I know that a lot of people are trying to do things uh, for a lot of people. And it's pay what you want. Uh, but the money is going to one hundred percent of the proceeds go to support uh, things for COVID nineteen, um, and they've got some decent games on here. Uh, Undertale, which is a decent one, Into the Breach, uh, Hollow Knight, um, Dark Siders two, Snipers, Dark one. You know, there's quite a few brothers, which I think is, I heard was a really really cool game. Um, the thing is, I, I know
2: several of the games on there, and I know I would never fucking play them.
0: Yeah. Psychonauts, that was a good game a long time ago.
2: Well, there's a lot of games there, Hollow Knight, Psychonauts, you know, and all, like, those are games, like, they seem interesting, but I don't have the time to play those. Yeah. That's not what I'm looking for. So... But it, becomes, I... it sort of becomes the problem, you know? It's like uh, when we were all hanging out together, Me and my buddies, we were all... Used to spend Friday nights at uh, my buddy Brian's house, which ironically is actually like right across the street from where I am right now or was right across the street from where I am right now and we would play four player split screen on his big TV of Halo or whatever and then they just stopped doing those kinds of games because oh you're going to play online like no we're going to get together and play because that's what we want to do but apparently they don't care if there's a certain people that don't buy their games anymore because they don't have that they're going to make it online. I don't want to play, you know, Call of Duty with Fuck Nugget 24 because that guy's
0: a douche. <laughs> yeah, I want to, if I want to play certain games, I want to you know play certain games with certain people. I don't want a random game.
2: Yeah, when, when, when Spencer Wilkins is a douche to me while we're playing Halo, I smack upside the head. It's easy-peasy time. <laughs> and, you know, when I'm being a douche, the Hammy comes over and whacks my controller or something. It's it's an extra level of the game, but it's fun. You know, we don't throw up people being stupid like that because we're right there.
0: Well, I know that... Um... I'm
2: not going to insult parents. I'm not, not going to do all that stupid online stuff. I'm not going to have any of that craziness going on, so... But, as John's mini-video game rant, they've... Uh, yeah, but, you know, is what it is. Apparently, that sort of thing's passed me by. It's not my thing anymore.
0: One thing, uh, you know, when you're talking about playing with certain people, I know that um, like I said, a, a bunch of my locals got together, are, are doing their Blood Bowl League on computers now, because they couldn't do it in store. Which I thought was a cool thing to do, you know, you just get together and you can play, you know, alright, John needs to play Joe, y'all get together whatever day, and y'all get to play the Blood Bowl uh, League type thing, and I thought that was interesting. Uh, they started doing that. Because um, I... There's a difference between I, I'm never a Call of Duty person, but I do like MMOs, uh, and I do like Elder Scrolls Online because you can pick it up and do a couple of dungeon runs randomly with people, and it'd be okay. And you know, it's not like super super hard. It's just you know good quick fun, um, and I like that. Um, I like that about the game that even though I'm p- playing it with randos, they're not. It's it's not like everybody has to know the complete strategy down to the T to get it done. No, just go in there and kick the shit out of stuff and get out. That's what to me is really the good thing about that game. It's not uh, it's not hardcore. You're not gonna have a ton of you know things going on with it. You're just gonna go in and have a good time with it. Not have to worry about it right now. Not was it mind numbing? Just for a little bit is uh, well worth it. <laughs> Hmm. What time is it? Oh we got a time. 8:56. Let's go ahead and switch over. And it's actually seven fifty six, John. Quit time traveling on us. Use the proper time. <laughs> <laughs> Builder games like uh Minecraft Seven Days. Of, oh I love Seven Days to Die, but I haven't I never got to play with anybody on Seven Days to Die. But yes, I'll I'll agree with you. I I got into Seven Days to Die and then had to do something else. I never got back into it. But that's a good solid Builder survival game. Oh, the other game I was talking about that uh, days gone by was DayZ. Uh, it's kind of like a Daisy also type game in there built into it. So, uh,
2: DayZ is a zombie
0: game. Uh, it's a zombie apocalyptic, you know, survival Out. type thing. Yeah. yeah. That that that's, what it. Seven
1: days to die. I was watching some friends play that on Twitch. It was hysterical.
0: Oh, it, it's 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 like Minecraft with zombies. It's pretty much the best way to describe it. It's it's kind of fun. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm just I'm I'm catching up on chat. Sorry. Um, Oh, don't worry. I have BattleTech. I haven't played that yet. Sorry, I got a burp.
2: I assume he meant (laughs) the computer game, not the the. Yeah. I mean, because I got BattleTech. It's over there on the shelf. (laughs) I actually haven't played a BattleTech computer game since MechWarrior.
0: The first one. I bought one of them that was, excuse me, it was yeah, on Steam recently, and it was on sale, so it was pretty good. Let's switch over to media. Uh, let's get some going. There we go, media section. So Kathy, you have like seventeen things to watch or right, in review, right? Uh, minus seventeen. I
2: will legitimately be
1: shocked. Uh no. yeah, yeah, yeah. I did finish my Belgian show. There are only a few episodes left. It was—I was wishing there was another season. It was a 2017 show. It was only one season, but I loved it. It had that flavor of, like I said last time, you know, it had that sort of quirky flavor of early NCIS and, uh, you know, computer geeks. <laughs>
2: reminds me of a question I asked Banian. I'm going to ask here real quick. Uh, who, who's the best, you know, TV fictional doctor? I had it down between Bones or Ducky from NCIS, and I don't know which one.
1: Bones. You mean, like, medical doctor?
2: Yeah. Just
1: clarifying. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, mine he, would always be Doctor Who. Oh, fair.
2: He's a, actually a doctor. What <laughs> I mean, an actual am- medical am- professional or am- something? Mean, Ducky, I mean... I mean, I he
1: was Ilya Kuryakin back in the day, which just cracked me up because there were a couple times they referenced that.
2: I know. But, I, but I'm like, I don't know because Bones is awesome. But Ducky's awesome too. I don't, I don't know. That was our quandary today earlier.
1: I liked House. He's an asshole. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, he is.
1: That's very true, yes. That is
2: I very mean, true. You can give Bones a pass because he has a decent bedside manner. He's just crotch the old man because you're not listening to any of his fucking medical advice.
1: That's fair.
2: And and Ducky has, Ducky is bedside manner. He is better bedside manner than House, and he only talks to the fucking dead. <laughs> true, true, true. That's that's what disqualified House for me. Uh, and I mean, the doctors throughout Star Wars, throughout Star Trek have been pretty good. Hawkeye
1: Pierce. Uh,
2: Hawkeye, you see. You're getting there, but I don't know. I mean, is he better? Is he better
1: than uh, Bones and Ducky? He is. Oh, okay.
2: Right. Well, at least we got a new contender. He
1: is. Um, ever since I was a kid, when I was a kid, I I pretended Mash and I was Hawkeye, and my friend was Honeycutt.
2: <laughs> Mash is a show that should be revisited more.
1: That is my all-time favorite TV show.
2: I mean, I can't argue with that. It's a great TV show. Um, And Crimson, I'm hoping you're joking. I'm going to assume you're joking. (laughs) He said, uh, Dr. Pulaski from Next Generation. No. That's...
1: Okay,
2: that's... He said, like, I haven't disliked any of the doctors from a Star Trek show that I've seen
1: I did. I did enjoy the fact that the one doctor on was it on Voyager was a hologram.
2: Oh yeah, the Yeah, He was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He was cool. But I don't think he was as good as Bones.
1: Well, he didn't have as good a bedside manner. You're right about that. No, no. Um, uh,
2: but yeah, so I mean, I mean, and Bashir was great. He had great character development. But I still don't think he's as good as Bones. Or, I mean, that that's probably the the strongest thing because throughout the series and. Even Enterprise, Doctor Fox is great.
1: Oh yes, yes, yes.
2: And um, I don't know who Discovery's doctor is. I'm sure I'll see it eventually,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and we'll figure out. But uh, so there you go. Um, that was our question earlier. Share with you guys. we'll have we'll add the third contender, Hawkeye, to that. It's a strong one. Now and all does a great job with that. That whole series is great, like you said. I mean, that might be worth a rewatch at some time. The only TV series that took longer than the war that it actually portrayed.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, um, there's actually, if you care, Kathy, there's a lot of good YouTube interviews with the cast of that and other classic TV shows, um, and it's a good listener to talk about it. Okay, cool. so uh, how many things do you actually have?
0: Uh, one, two, three, four, I think five five because I, I, I I'm gonna discuss Kirk with uh, Picard with you still but just can't give a final rating on it yet
2: it's funny that you say Kirk because actually I talked to Banian because Ban and I watched it together that I feel like you could have made a Kirk series but I don't think it would have gone over as well but let, let me start I' will we'll start with something we'll end with Picard when you get there um, because if we have to do it without Picard this week we can do it next week we'll be fine yeah let me start with obviously you started watching Picard this week. On CBSL Access because they're offering a month free. Sounds like a great deal, right? Yeah. It's a month with commercials. For uh-huh. And, yeah, we won't, Captain Busy. Don't you worry. Um, with commercials, I'm going to say, in all honesty, that it is fucking unwatchable.
0: <laughs> How is it unwatchable? Because I have commercials on it with it. And I just kind of blank out the commercials.
2: You can blank out the commercial at the beginning for generally a minute and change. You can blank out the three commercial breaks throughout it for about 45 seconds, uh, two minutes, and then 45 seconds. And then the other one at the end, if you don't catch it before the episode ends, before you can get to the fucking, uh, you know, credits at the end, so you can go to the next fucking episode for another minute. No, fuck that. I am paying you fucking money. I am not fucking fucking game commercials, you need to get off your five fucking horse CBS and realize that you're being fucking idiots. <laughs> your service is not worth ten dollars a month. But worth ten dollars a month. Don't get me wrong. Card is absolutely worth it. But it's literally this is gonna be this one where we watch it. are like, we're done with this, fucking cancel on it. Like you just not worth that kind of money. Now is it $6 because $6 you can't absolutely you're worth six dollars a month. I would just I would sit there and bank it. there's some other series Banyan's kind of interested in maybe watch some NCS once in a while. There's some worth there, but not $10 a month. You're fucking stupid.
0: Is it because you can't, because you're getting commercials or that you can't skip the commercials or skip the commercial to go to the next episode? All of it. All of it?
2: Like, literally. Like, you need to face facts, CBS. You're paying, people are paying you for the service. Commercials are not a thing anymore. I know you're doing that Hulu thing, but Hulu is a third party. They're not making their own, you know, and some of them are free. Like, and from what I understand, they're not even as bad. And also, point out Hulu is the service I don't have because fucking commercials go fuck yourself.
0: Okay, like I you have Hulu, know, and there are. It, it, what's weird is it certain channels, certain channels you can fast forward through the commercials, and certain ones you can't, which I thought was interesting because um, there was it, anytime there's, there is a commercial, uh, and up in the left hand corner, it tells you how long the commercial is. Like it'll it'll do a countdown timer of how many. You know, seconds it is, like 120 seconds or whatever. But certain shows, you can fast-forward to the commercials. What I thought was interesting, which I'm sure it's a deal they make when they make the contract with whatever thing they're Absolutely. going with. But
2: this is CBS. They don't to make a deal with them because it's all their own shit. Yeah. And if they think their shit's worth $10 a month, hey, guess what? Disney Plus is a better service. And it's not even like they have the best service on top of that. Their interface is fucking not good. No. It's not as good as Netflix. Netflix has been around forever. How can you not just copy what they do and be like, well, Netflix doesn't... Let's just copy exactly what they do and then put our stuff on top of that. How, how hard is that?
0: Which I thought was interesting, uh, talking about Disney Plus, um, is, you know, Frozen and Onward. Frozen 2 and oh. Onward are on there. on okay. on. But there's a lot of places that are still saying, hey, well, you got to pay us, you know, 20 bucks to watch Onward. And I'm like... Which-
2: which is fine. That's how certain services work. It's okay. Correct.
0: But this Disney thing, Plus, it's free.
2: That's fine. This does yeah. not have to do with it. Because that has, that has to do with the whole COVID-19 we're not having people in theaters right now. Yeah, I just There's thought it was money interesting. Their money somehow.
0: That You're if someone...
2: You can pay us 20 bucks or you can play Disney you know, Disney Plus online for one month to get it. That's, I don't expect them to do that. This is purely about what CBS offers and what it is. No, yeah,
0: I, I, I just thought that was interesting. It popped in my head that Somebody was charging for *Onward*, but if you had Disney Plus, you got it for free. It was just something that came up whenever I was searching for *Onward*.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. If you're looking for that, you should definitely be looking deeper. But
0: yeah.
2: like the interface is terrible. Like literally, when you go to, you know, a Netflix series and you go with the episode, it lasts like a second, and then it's like, do you want? It starts with countdown for the next episode. It's gonna skip the skip the credits unless you click watch credits. And there's a button there to click to watch the next episode you can immediately go it takes 30 seconds a minute almost for Picard to get there come on man you guys trying to give us a trying to get us to pay a premier price for your service and then your interface is more shit than everyone else's you you got no leg to stand on for that shit i don't want you to fail because spoiler I enjoyed Picard, probably going to enjoy Discovery. I do like Star Trek, I want to see new stuff for it. But you're going to price yourself out of people. You're going to be the one. They come in, they they just watch them all as quick as possible, and then get the fuck out. You're going to be that problem everyone thinks Disney Plus has. I play for Disney Plus, Disney Plus every month. You know why? Because I might feel the need to watch something, and I want to have it right at my fingertips, and it's six bucks. It is cheaper than you poor month. For better service, for a better interface. Not much better, because Disney Plus interface isn't best, but it's still cheaper than Netflix. I mean, you, you can, they're going to price themselves out, and it was fucking terrible. I, I just can't believe we're paying for commercials not at a service. Like, I count Hulu as sort of like that outlier, because it's like, you're getting a lot of different stuff. They're going to these guys and those guys and getting them all together in one spot for you they're sort of doing that convenience thing for you so I can sort of give it past and some commercials here or there. But when you own your own service and you're fucking commercials, like if ABC they're like, we got commercial service, like no, fuck you go to hell, you don't make anything good enough for me to fucking waste my time on. And you know it's just purely a money thing, they're trying to get more money from people because they offer the commercial free service. And it's just fucking despicable it's them just not understanding the thing, they're gonna I mean, if you looked at their uh, first, their first original um, people getting in, there was a bunch of them getting in, and then they realized Discovery is weekly. Piss some people off. I don't mind it. I'm okay with weekly. You know, like when Bard season two comes out, if I have to, I, I can, I can watch weekly, and I'll pay for it over the however many weeks it is. Or maybe we'll wait to the end. We'll see how pissed off we are, what we're doing at the time. Maybe we'll get in part of the way through. We can handle that. But, if you're doing weeklies, you're already doing the unpopular version of streaming, and then you add commercials on top of it, or you pay more to not get them, you're really just sort of doing everything wrong. Like, I'm impressed. This is like, trying to find a good, non-topical... Uh, this is like a Trump administration handling of the COVID virus level of doing things wrong. It's impressive. Sorry, I had to be topical. So... <laughs> I give the, uh, the CBS All Access uh, app and service overall, I'll, I'll be nice. I'll give it four space herpes. It's <laughs> fucking terrible.
0: It's, it's not a good one. Um, I don't have much, as much problems with the commercials as you did, uh, but their actual app is, is garbage. But the, their, their, surprise, guys,
2: but you watch a ton of stuff. I don't know how you can waste time on commercials watching the ton of stuff you watch.
0: It, 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 okay. But it doesn't bother me I only get a commercial at the beginning and a commercial at the end And I just, I can get out of it That's what I'm saying uh, But I have the app on my TV Are you using an app?
2: I'm going through uh, Amazon, through, uh, Amazon.
0: I, I'm kind of curious then Go to your Amazon and do that And I'll go to my app on my TV And let's see if there's a difference in the way the commercials are done
2: Well, I, I don't get commercials anymore I paid $10 to not get commercials Because it's uh. fucking unwatchable
0: Oh, well, if you do and you get a chance, let it, do...
2: it, it was three commercial breaks, and there are breaks in all of the episodes where you know there'd be a commercial break if the game's over.
0: Okay. Let me go back on my app because I don't remember that many commercial breaks.
2: Yeah, it was, but it's, it was it's a
0: TV app instead. Uh, through my TV. Um, let's see. Uh, let, let's go for one of mine. I watched.
2: Uh, it's all you now.
0: Oh, it's all me now. <laughs> okay. I watched a movie because, uh, of course, new movies started coming out. I watched Captive State. Captive State is with John Goodman, which uh, he's actually one of my favorite actors. He's one of my favorite actors. I love him. Um, and uh, I can't remember what m- movie it was, uh, 21 Cloverfield or whatever one where he's in the bunkers. like one of my favorite movies every time. But uh, Captain State is, aliens have come down to Earth, taken over Earth, and said, uh, we'll let you live here, but you have to be underneath us, and we have to do all this other stuff. Um, John Goodman plays a uh, police chief or police officer detective meant to monitor humans to make sure they don't get out of control. Um, You do get to see the aliens, so that's at least a bonus for the episode, or for the show. I
1: like aliens.
0: Um, They're kind of weird. Um, it, the story is technically about a group of resistance fighters that were, that are a brother and trying to fight the aliens off. Um, the movie cuts off too early. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it cause it just came out on, you know, whatever. And I, in case someone wants to watch it, it wasn't bad. It was not paced very well though. Um, I was like, okay, we get this. Let's, let's move on. Okay, I get that. Let's move on. Um, but it wasn't very—it wasn't paced very well. Um, special effects didn't really have to worry about; it, didn't have any like crazy special effects. Um, their technology wasn't like very huge and prevalent in this. It was all just kind of there. Um, the aliens came down on these rock ships, and that's pretty much—you barely saw them. It was more about the people than it was about the aliens taking over the planet. Um, uh, it's more about resistance fighting and such, but it was okay. I, I I just can't give it like a, yes, this movie is go out and watch it. It hit that meh rating of you know, 2.5. Um, but I really like John Goodman and stuff. So I, I was like, I'll watch it. But it was a meh. It was, it just didn't go anywhere for me. It wasn't like, oh yeah, this is really cool. Oh no. Oh yeah. Oh no. It was just, eh. Okay, it was something to pass the time.
2: It's movie. It happened.
0: Yeah. Um, I watched Toy Story 4 because I totally forgot that, that was on Disney Plus and I was like, ooh, I'll watch that. Um, I'm hopefully they stopped making Toy Stories because there was really no need for this one. I understand, but there just wasn't a really a big need for it. Graphics-wise, Pixar is an amazing graphics-making you know, making type thing amazing, amazing, amazing. I actually went back and watched a little bit of Toy Story 1 and compared it to Toy Story 4 and holy fuck have we advanced so damn good. I mean, it has been a long time but Toy Story 4, it was okay. It was good. Um, I just didn't really see, you know, there was like a major need for it. Um, supposedly they're thinking about making a Toy Story 5 and I'm like, why?
2: I haven't even seen 3 yet.
0: Um, they could have ended at three and have been done. Uh, four. In, in my
2: mind, they ended at two and it seems
0: done. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, I've I've seen all of them, and four was okay. It, it was it was it was it had some good scenes. It gives me like two space herpes. Um, it's got some really good technical skills, but you can tell that they're milking it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. They're just milking the series, and I'm just like, uh, okay. Um, so I just, you know, didn't care for it too much. Um, it was all right. But like I said, it's not bad. Definitely a kid's movie. Kids will love the shit out of it, which is okay. Cause that's what it's geared for. Um, then I watched, um, Onward. Cause of course it's free on Disney plus. Uh, Onward is a story of the world used to have magic, but, uh, technology started to take over and magic faded away, but there's still elves, dwarves, trolls, you know, dragons, all that in the world. Um, And the story is about two brothers. Their father passed away when one of them was really, really, really young. And then one was young. And um, at one of the kids' 16th birthday, he gets a magical staff and can bring his dad back for one day. And gets to um, be with him for a day. Which is a very, very, you know, you know, heartwarming type story. Um, of course, it's Pixar and everything else. Um, Pixar Disney. And it combines a lot of Dungeons and Dragons. Um, I really like this. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it because I know some people haven't seen it yet. And it's just, it's really new. Um, there are a couple of scenes when you're like, I'm not crying, you're crying. I'm not crying, you're crying type thing. It does pull out some of the heartstrings. Um, it is pretty funny. It's got some uh, good scenes in it. It's got some really cool stuff. It actually made me want to go pick up Fifth Edition D and D and like run a Fifth Edition D and D game, um, which I'm actually gonna look into doing it because it just kind of it kind of hit that sweet spot. If you know what I'm saying, it it, it kind of goes okay. This is actually pretty cool. Um, but I mean, it, it's it's a tale of two brothers is pretty much what it is. Uh, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's it's pretty good. Um, it's a Disney Pixar with a twist. Um, it it's got some good scenes, got some good funny stuff. But I really enjoyed it. There were only a couple of things I were like, eh. Um, I give it like one to one and a half. Um, it I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot better than. Um, I thought it was going to be because the commercials and trailers did not do it credit at all. Um, so, highly recommend it. Like I one to maybe one and a half pushing it. Okay. Um, my technical last one is the new Lion King. The I have put quotes around this live action version. Um, this movie can go die in a fire. Um, Okay, Lion King is one of my favorite Disney cartoons of all time. I love the hell out of it. The cartoon was amazing. Great music. Uh, Cool story. You know, really good, So on and so forth. When they tried to do this live action version, it just sucks. It sucks bad. And I mean, the songs are not done real well. The uh, dialogue, everything is just so played out because you're watching it and you're like, when are they going to, oh, they didn't even say that line. This character is not acting like the character that it was in the movie. It doesn't even sound worth it. Um, there's, no, there's no drama to a lot of the acting, voice acting in it. Uh, on top of that, everything's animated very well except for one thing the facial expressions of the animals. Now, I get that they we're trying to make this a realistic one, but whenever you're trying to... Um, it's not cats bad. I just saw that. <laughs> no, it's not cats bad, but... Um, I, I go back to the thing. Whenever you're trying to get an animal to look like it's surprised or look like it's upset or angry or whatever, you need to animate that in... The model because the voice acting was not doing it, and it was really bad. It was very off-putting. It was very was
1: it Uncanny
0: Valley. It was horrible. I mean, it was just it's technically bad.
1: Not live it's technically
0: animated. Correct, yeah. but yeah, they call it live action. Um, and it, it's all animated, and it's animated very well. Um, and all the creatures looked really good. But the problem is, is whenever you're trying to make an animal be surprised, you need to animate them like they're surprised, and they weren't. And that really bugged the crap out of me because it was very bad. I'm like, I don't believe that this animal's, it's like, oh, I'm very upset that my father died. Boo hoo. I'm like, really? Um, Rafiki was just annoying as hell. He's one of my favorite characters. He has some of the greatest lines in there. Um, didn't even have a stick, nothing. It was just, I was like, oh,
2: is, he, is he a baboon? Yeah. Uh, spoiler. I have not seen Lion King.
0: Oh, the Lion King cartoon is great. The live the action thing
2: blatantly stolen from a Japanese animation, which is why I never saw it at the beginning, <laughs> because that was bullshit and shouldn't have been done. Granted at this point, Disney now owns that company. So I'm going to give them a uh,
0: retroactive pass. pass on that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, it really just, it kind of just pissed me off. I was watching it, and I was like, this is not The Lion King. This is, you remember those, whenever you're, something gets really, really popular, like um, Finding Nemo, and they, there's like some company that makes a ripoff of it, and it's blatant ripoff, and it looks horrible, sounds horrible, all that stuff. That's what this was. And it was just annoying as hell. I actually had to fast forward it because I was like, let's see if this part's in there because if this part's not in there or this lines aren't in there that work with, that made the movie the movie, it's not worth it. And it wasn't. And I was like, oh shit. Really? Really? And I was just not impressed at all. It's not a a cat's, it's not a five, but it's very well pushing it.
2: it. It's really hard to watch something that love, no matter how much everyone else loves it, how that you love dearly, and they just don't do it well.
0: Yeah, they did it really bad. But like I said, some of it was also because, like I said, if you're going to animate this, animate facial expressions on these animals. If they look mad, make them look mad. If they sound mad, make them look like they're mad. But they didn't do that. Everything was just kind of blanked. And they even poked fun at themselves um, because in the song where Pumbaa says, uh, I got downhearted every time that I, and you know uh, Timon says, don't say it because we got kids the new movie says, oh, are you going to stop me from saying that? you going to stop me from saying that? He goes, nah, I'm not going I'm like, that was kind of you know, it's part of the song and stuff and I was just like, it was just very off-putting they could have taken the entire thing and done the exact copy and it would have been a whole lot better, but I understand you didn't um Hard Pass, it does not give me any, any thought or any want to watch any other live action. I know, I know like Mulan and a lot of other stuff has been pushed back, but I wasn't even really interested in Mulan to begin with because they were not doing any of the songs in it, and they cut out a couple of the characters, and I was just like, nope.
2: I, I Actually, unpopular opinion, I actually feel like that's a better way to do it rather than do a straight-up remake, why don't you take the same story and make it in a slightly different way? Mulan, they're doing it a little more serious. No songs, no magical stuff and all that. Or Well, no dragon and all that. A little different take on it. That's cool. That is, like, if you go by the rule of, say, uh, song remakes, that's the right way to do it. You either do a spot-on perfect impression or you do this totally different thing that changes things and all to be a sort of reinterpretation. I feel like that's a great way to do it. Lion King sounds like it was the same fucking thing, just not done as fucking well. Yeah, definitely wasn't done as well. Yeah, I think it's me Bombs Bomba Drop talking about Lion King. Sorry kids.
0: <laughs> but I was never a four point seven five, pretty much. Um, I had it I was just I was I was just so disappointed. I was like, This is not good. Uh, couldn't stand it at all, very unhappy with it. Um we only have about five minutes left. John, do you just want to give, like, a well, we'll, brief... we we'll
2: talk about a spoiler-free Picard, as far as you know. Yes. Uh, for as much as you want, and then we'll warn people next week that we'll probably have potentially a spoiler one. I don't know, Kathy, do you want to be spoiled? I assume no. I don't
1: care. Okay. You don't care? Okay.
2: So next week, guys, we'll warn you that we're going to have a spoiler Picard episode. So we'll say that for the end of the media section next week. Uh, so that you guys can skip it easily, yeah. but uh, we'll talk a little bit right now.
0: Um, I guess I'm only one episode away from finishing. Um, I don't know how you stopped. Uh, well, just <laughs> because I have so many things I have to, I have to do. I have a lot of things I have to take care of. Um, I'm enjoying right. it. Let me just say that I'm enjoying it. Um, there's some characters I just don't care for, um, and then there's some characters I'm like, I want more of this one. I want more of this character, um, okay. and trying to think of a character i don't care for nah, I can't <laughs> They're like uh the female doctor i don't I, I, the names aren't striking me i don't care for her character that much she just Dr. doesn't Friday? yeah she just uh she's pivotal in the fucking story she yeah she but has the most interesting arc of a secondary character in here i i she just doesn't just doesn't do it for me i don't know i don't want what it is but her character is just like okay I get it I understand I know why but I just can't relate or just can't feel for the character you know what I'm saying
2: I actually feel like Alison Pill is doing the best job of playing someone who is completely totally and hopelessly out of their fucking depth
0: <laughs> Okay I will I will I will say she, she just so no yeah <laughs> Yeah she has no clue she's way she doesn't
2: like her out the deep in Actually I, mean, I, like, I like her I like her but I, I don't dislike her at all I think she has an interesting uh
0: She's my least favorite. How about that?
2: No, I mean, that's fair.
0: I will say my um, favorite is, and I'm bad at names, uh, the pilot. Oh, Rios? Rios. He's my favorite so far.
2: I mean, Picard's my favorite.
0: Well, Picard's really good. Um,
2: Picard is, and this is sort of a discussion me and my boss, who's probably going to be listening to this, uh, had is that... Um, so He's old school Star Trek. He doesn't like that uh, Star Trek is not the Star Trek that Gene Roddenberry started. And I understand that. And if that's what you love, if you love the idyllic future world where humankind has gotten past all of this stuff that we're never going to get past, this is not for you. No. You're a hardcore old school Star Trek and that is that or nothing, this is not it.
0: Um, that's the reason why a lot of people have a problem you. with Discovery.
2: This is, this is very realistic in a way, reactions to events. Um, it starts off, and this is not really spoilers. So they cover this in the first episode. Uh, they cover that uh, apparently uh, synthetic lifeforms um, bombed Mars, and it's still on fire because of the uh, atmosphere. Uh, so they banned all synthetics. So that's the thing. That that's a realistic thing, but it's not very much on Roddenberry's dream. His dream was that we would have gotten past all this and we would have, uh, would have really, you know, had better ways of dealing with it. This is, you know, this is not quite dark Star Trek. We're not quite at the, say, DS9 level of dark, but it is late next generation level of dark where, you know, sometimes there is shit going on that people don't agree with. And if your particular brand of Star Trek is not that, this is not your particular brand of Star Trek. And also, if you have a problem with people in Star Trek dropping the f bomb, this is also <laughs> not
0: Star Trek. Yeah, it, it was it was interesting to see them curse and say a few things, and I was like, oh, wait a minute, yeah, this is you know on here, so it's okay.
2: But if you love the next generation, uh, if you if, whether or not Picard was your favorite captain or not, he probably will be after this. Um, uh, if you love all those characters, uh, many of them make. Uh, comebacks in this i mean if you've seen the previews you know other characters from other series show up here or there i'm trying to keep this part as spoiler free as possible um i enjoy the fuck out of it
0: i'm having fun yeah i'm not I'm not not having any issues it. I'm, I'm having fun with it it's a good series um final review once i see the final episode which i'll probably watch tomorrow um but i i like it um there are certain things that i was like oh okay that's cool yeah that's cool that's cool uh, it, it, I think you, I think, what is it, you or someone else says. you do get that Firefly feel from it a little bit, it's from a, the crew. It's,
2: but it's not trying too hard to be Firefly. It's, that on, uh, John. it's not trying too hard. Correct. To be. You get that feel naturally from it, which is good. Yeah.
0: You, yeah, you, you get that ragtag crew feel.
2: Yeah. And I love that Picard is flawed. Like, he's not mm-hmm. perfect. He's Correct. never been perfect. He's flawed. He addresses his flaws. He tries to make up for his flaws. And he is still, at the end of the day, the best of what Starfleet is, what Starfleet should be. He's sort of the exemplar. And I and I, I really love where it went.
0: Yeah, I, I so far I don't have any issues with it. There's just some characters I like more than others. Some I'm just like, eh, okay.
2: <laughs> There's some characters I'd like to see dead.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Um, it did make me go because I was like, why is this? Because I'm, like, I'm not a big Star Trek fan, but I'm like, oh, why is this happening in Star Trek now? And I had to go back and look up, you know, kind of a timeline of why certain things are like this and such. And I do
2: love that it is purely after everything. Nothing previously has really been retconned out. Yeah. Even theoretically, the JJ the Abrams Star Trek movies purely happened because they're an alternate timeline. You know, they don't mention Ambassador Spock, they leave it, leave that completely out, whether he showed up or did whatever, who cares. Uh, but the event that Captain Spock was trying to uh, stop is part and parcel of what is in here, and I love that. I'm sick of Star Trek going back to prequels. You need to go forward with your story, and they're going forward, and it is exactly what I fucking wanted.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'm
2: waiting for when Gonzo rates it next week, too, when we can do a little spoilery. Yeah, Busy. You best check. You best get get caught up with all that. It's only ten episodes. You can do it. I believe in you.
0: <laughs> um. So yeah, just go ahead and it's not not too far, not too hard to watch. Um. If you have the app or whatever, you can watch it anytime. Um. I have enjoyed it. I I've, we've had some very good science fiction TV series happen. Um. And so I'm really happy with that. Um, yeah. it hasn't been shitty ones uh, also on a note of science fiction uh, the entire new series of Battlestar Galactica the newest one is streaming for free right now so you can watch the all one of it yeah probably the one you own on DVD but some people don't uh, um, and if you haven't watched the newest Battlestar Galactica I definitely you know recommend that's a good series to binge
2: I will warn you though I have this saying that people can only take so many series of humankind fucking each other over during the apocalypse. So if you have another series of humankind fucking each other over in the apocalypse, maybe not watch this quite (laughs) so soon after. (laughs) Give yourself some time to decompress from human beings, fuck each other over during the apocalypse and then watch this because it does have a good, a healthy dose of that. So if you're watching your um, god, what's the zombie series? Walking Dead? Walking Dead or something like that. Give it some time after that and then go and, and switch over to this, and then then watch this later it is definitely worth it um it is it's awesome too
0: yeah it's oh, a very good one
2: I have to make, make me choose my favorite kids now I don't know.
0: <laughs> so guys uh
2: not four seasons of 20 episodes so correct yeah,
0: <laughs> um that's it for our episode this uh time guys uh thank you for joining us Thanks for coming in. Thanks for listening. We appreciate everybody coming in and doing stuff. Please take care of yourself. Please, please, please follow all your guidelines that you have. If they tell you not to go out, don't go out. Um, watch out for each other. If someone needs to help, go out and help each other. Um, we got to stick with each other and make sure this gets over and done with. Um, hopefully, get over sooner than we want so we can all get back to normal. Uh, I'm f- More than dice, I'm Gonzo. I'm John. Good night. Okay, don't forget to watch Kathy this week, Tuesday through Friday, 3 to 5. Kathy's going to be dancing a jig while she's painting.
1: Kathy will paint a lot of stuff.